This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we have our guest, Justin Hobson. We'll be talking about board games, food challenges, and a John Travolta cage match. Welcome to episode 59 of the Spivey Special Podcast. We're here. We did it. We did it. We made it to 59. I don't know what that means, but we did it. All I know is I am tired of it just being us. I'm so glad that we finally got a guest with us. <laughs> we have a very <laughs> exciting episode lined up for today. We have our guest, Justin Hobson, with us today. Justin, how are you doing? I am doing great. How are you gentlemen doing? We're doing good. We're excited to have you on the show. Very excited. We're excited to hear about his board game, The Old Wasted Wizards. It's oh, really yeah. fun. It's going to be a good it. time. It's going to be a good episode. We're going to be talking about his game. We're going to be talking about other board games. We're going to be talking about food challenges, which I don't know how we made it to 59 without talking about food challenges. I don't know. I feel like every time you eat, it's a challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge to get you to like stop I feel like it's not. Eating. Yeah. The opposite. Yeah. Switch it. No, it's a challenge to get your jeans off at the end of the evening. <laughs> That's every <laughs> day. challenge to get me to wear jeans out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them. They don't make jeans for me. No. Maternity. They have, they, have, they have jeans with like a little elastic around the top. They're fine. Those don't work very well. You wear mom jeans <laughs> exclusively. That's fine. I wear like mom it. jeans. Whatever's comfortable. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Heather's old maternity clothes. Zach, if they can make basketball shorts into jeans, that's what they need to do. Zach just gave birth yesterday. <laughs> Workout pants? Sweatpants. I think we've looped all the way back around to sweatpants. I just need sweatpants. I feel like, like all jeans. pants you wear are sweat, man. That's fair. I'm so glad this is the way this show started. <laughs> oh. I'm wearing right, so jeans right now. And I'm we got food challenges, it. and we're going to have another crazy game of grab bag here at the Shh, end. Grab bag. Grab bag. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we are going to take a quick break, and we are going to come back with Remember That Thing? Hey, remember that thing? The moon landing. Jazz. Trapper keepers. Manners. Alf. Sunny D. Yeah, I remember those things. This week, for Remember That Thing, we are going to be talking about board games. And we got the professor of board games with us today. Is he a professor? I thought he was a doctor. It's of board a doctor. Games. I, yes. feel like I didn't go to board game. This. Did you go to school. evil doctor board game middle school? I went to, uh, board, actually, I have my PhD in board game physics. Oh, and I okay. worked for, for 17 years at Six Flags working with their board game department. So I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Did you get to meet the creepy bald guy? Uh, he was my is boss. He, is your, he's your teacher? He was very handsy. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, or if you didn't know, you? if you couldn't tell. <laughs> I mean, some days. That sounds about right. Depends on how it's going. So we love board games. I think we're going to talk mostly about classic board games, and then we'll get into Wasted Wizards once we get warmed up on our yeah. board game talk. Once we get a little drunker. Once we get a little more <laughs> drunker. A little more. It's it's pronounced more drunker or More drunker. Before we jump into board games, can I just call back how much I loved coming over to your house and playing carpet darts? <laughs> I was going to be sad if we didn't talk about how I feel like I pulled a lot of like what I what I put into this one from our past experiences with these uh, different games. Can anyone please, Zach, you're good at this. Please describe carpet darts and how amazing the game was i believe carpet darts started by us just throwing random darts in your house and then we found out that they would stick in the carpet pad yeah and then that slowly developed into us getting duct tape and drawing circle targets on the floor 
and turning it into a game. It's lawn darts that you can play inside that cause honestly minimal damage, like just sticks in the carpet. You pull it out. We lost one toe in like three years. It's not bad. Like a normal dinner would cause more damage to your house than carpet darts ever did. Oh yeah. I don't think anyone even got hit with the dart, which is astonishing. I don't remember the rules, but I'm pretty sure every rule was you had to just finish your drink. (laughs) Am I off on that? Pretty much every one of our games developed into a drinking game of some kind. Yeah, basically you'd have a certain amount of drinks where it landed. I mean, it it was just stupid fun. But we'd play it from like 30 feet away with solid metal steel darts. With other people not aware that we were playing carpet darts oh, yeah. walking through the house. So. Well, that's part of the game. <laughs> Shouldn't have been standing there. Be <laughs> that actually started the new game. Shouldn't be standing there. <laughs> no <laughs> one wins. <laughs> we all win. Yeah, there were a lot of games. So, uh, yeah, back to the classic board games, I guess. All right, well, let's start with a question that you brought up when we were talking about board games initially. Is Twister really a family game? Okay, no way is Twister a family game. Have, when was, for starters, when was the last time you guys played Twister? I must have been like 12. Yeah, if you've seen it, we I couldn't even tie our shoes, so there's no way we'd be say, playing Twister. I would love to watch Zach play Twister. Like I have the <laughs> flexibility of the Tin Man. I feel like great. Zach playing Twister would have to be on a pay-per-view channel. <laughs> There'd be a lot of floppage going everywhere. It's, it's his OnlyFans. That's his OnlyFans <laughs> channel. It's just him Please playing Twister. make sure the heater's on and it's not cold in there. Someone may lose an eye. Yeah. Um, no, it's not I'd a family wearing game. just those shoes that have the like individual toes on them. For my only fans, <laughs> I feel like maybe, maybe if it was like just a couple little kids, but like once you hit, once you're like a teenager, that's a very touchy feely. It turns into a new game bendy. at that point. Yeah, at that point, it's like, what are these feelings I'm having? Mm-hmm. That's not Weird. where I told you to put your right hand. Sir. Yeah, we're off. <laughs> Great, we're back at Six Flags. Yeah, exactly. That's where I. Why got is my Troy pitch. wearing a blue polka dotted shirt? <laughs> just just greasing himself up to get on the twister mat mm-hmm. Why no it's not landing on blue yeah <laughs> twister's an adult game i, I don't I know agree. Like, i don't unless it's like like you said younger kids playing and they're actually playing but if you get to the adult i don't i don't think you should be playing twister yeah. it was designed by some the board's not uncle. big enough at, at that point anyway you get like three spins in and then everyone falls over or i don't know. i don't know i think i could get more than three spins in I couldn't. I think the question is if it's a family game right now, would like would you play that like with let's say some random 13-year-old? Don't. Like I feel like if it's a family game, you should be able to play it with like a random person and feel pretty comfortable doing it. Like, I don't feel comfortable playing any game risk. with a random 13-year-old. <laughs> I don't know. How you... Just to be safe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know safe. what the I don't know what the laws are, so I wouldn't either, but okay, let's that's a good transition. If you're <laughs> okay, if it's fun getting into trouble, all right. How is that game not sorry? I think sorry and trouble is the same game, and I think it's the same creator. And I, I don't think, think it, anyone I think really much. noticed. It's the same yeah, game. I, I think it is. It's if I remember correctly, like that was one that was. I've played bad. both of them recently, and I was like trying to figure. Out, I get confused on the rules. Why is Trouble so much better though than Sorry? Is it the Popomatic? It's the Popomatic, and yeah. absolutely every yeah. game should be Popomatic, or have a buzzer. 
Yahtzee should be Papamatic. You need some sort of physical thing. Monopoly sort of should be Papamatic. Yeah, you just you don't lose the dice. You don't have to like go to the store and buy new ones or like where did it go? Because it's just built into the board. Let's be honest. If you lose the dice to a board game, do you ever go buy dice or you just never play that game again? You, you steal, steal dice from, from Yahtzee and then you can't play Yahtzee anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Yahtzee is the one. It's like the goodwill of games. Oh yeah, yeah. You basically end up with a like uh, the cup from Yahtzee ends up like in your kitchen and like your cupboard with the rest of the cups. And then they just have an empty box with like nothing in it, like a couple of sheets of paper. Are you putting flour into the Yahtzee cup? Is that what's going on right now? <laughs> yeah. You, you just exactly forget about one it. and a third cups. It's just a gin. It's just a bit of gin. <laughs> I like the felt. It tastes good on my teeth. Speaking of Monopoly, did you guys ever have like play Monopoly with your family? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did it end up. nicely? Like, did it end well? I mean, nothing ever ended well with me and Zach when we were competing in anything, but like as a family, I don't think like I would never like jump across the board and swing on like my mom or anything. Mm. No, (laughs) it's tough to get through that. Did you guys ever try to cheat at Monopoly? No, we're we're way too competitive to let anyone cheat. So without immediately getting called out. Oh yeah. Like we would, we would play it. And then people in my family would literally like gang up on whoever was winning and it was terrible. And it, it started fights and I lived with my grandparents. So they're now, what's, what's, how, what way did you play? Did you, when you paid a fine or anything, did you put it in the middle? And then if you landed on a free park and you got that money or did those fines go to the bank? Nope. I didn't even know that was a rule until maybe I was like 26 years old. And they were like, Oh, what are you doing? Uh, I thought they were lying. I get all the money. What money? What are you talking about? <laughs> and then I'm free parking. I get the bank. Yeah. yeah. I don't, um, it's not in the rules that you get to do that, but everybody knew that that was a thing that you did. I, I don't know and where it started. Everyone's interpretation. You know where it started. Communism. Now, now yep. what, are, what are your guys' rules in Monopoly? Okay. No one has a Monopoly except for you. Do you ever trade to get your second Monopoly to give someone else a Monopoly? Never. That's how you cheat. Like it says Never. in the rules. That's the thing though. It says in the rules that you can like, trade and sell stuff and like use your own rules and that's how that's how it was just like there's one person winning so everyone else gangs up they're like how about this railroad for this oh i hate it hated it so much you won park place for baltic (laughs) yeah (laughs) this little sly i don't know six people have landed on the electric (laughs) when do you give up in monopoly because i feel like it never ends it just gets to a point where someone's so far ahead everyone else just walks away I think the point of Monopoly is just to see who can last the longest before they snap. Because yeah. I'll just keep rolling. I don't care if I have a Monopoly or not. I'm pretty good at rolling. I think I could just keep going. I can avoid that whole... You just got a dollar? Yeah, they can have the green-blue <laughs> combo all lined up, and I'm just going to keep hitting that railroad or Zach, luxury tax, and I'm going to keep the game going. Zach's got Mediterranean <laughs> and six bucks. I keep pass and go, though, baby. Did you guys ever play Scrabble when you were kids? I'd play... I don't remember playing Scrabble probably because I wasn't like good enough with words. Yeah, you can't read. So yeah, yeah that tough. that I mean, we feel for you, Troy. It's not your fault. Public <laughs> I'm schools. a big Scrabble guy. So um no, my grandma would play me at Scrabble starting when I was like seven, and she wouldn't let me win one time. Oh well, seven year old. Oh, it was terrible. See, it was Scrabble, so terrible. With Scrabble, you have to keep playing against new people because if you play against the same person, they learn your skills and eventually you become equally skilled in Scrabble. 
Well, I'm positive she wasn't even like she she was just putting stuff down as like an eight, nine year old. I had no idea. So I'd assume like Zorbat was a word <laughs> and she'd get like 43 points. Like you didn't have a Scrabble dictionary. I was eight years old. She just <laughs> she, she just she didn't care. God bless her. Soul. I would have called my grandma out real quick. Yeah, you want lunch. <laughs> you better not challenge that. <laughs> yeah. No more snack packs, sucker. What happened to seen it? There's like well, 40 it. versions of that game. There was like well, a three-year period where that's all anybody did. Well, how many people actually use a DVD player anymore? Is that what it yeah, is? That's exactly what it is. There I can't have... be an app on your TV that lets you play seen it. Oh, it's gotta be. It probably exists. Have we checked? We should look. I don't know. I love seeing it. That's my favorite game. Is it really? I think so. Your all-time favorite board game? I think so, because I'm really That's... good at it. Troy, what's your all-time favorite board game? All-time favorite board game. I liked life. I don't know why. That's Taught you some game. lessons. See, I like life because it's a spinny. Mm. You know, it's kind of like a Pop-O-Matic, but better. No dice. You like roulette. Basically. <laughs> That's basically what that game is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're getting kids. You're are getting you a jobs. go to college or are you just a wing it guy? I'm not going to go to college. <laughs> I'm a wing it guy. Give me my job now. I'm a stripper. I make 30 grand a year. All right. Whatever. Apples to apples is, I think, my all time favorite. I had That's so many fun one. experiences playing that game. It was the precursor to all the card games that people play now where they have to like pick one up and do like read some sort of question out loud. Good group dynamic. I liked apples to apples like until my game came out. It's that's a game of knowing the person. It's not about being the most creative and matching it. It was different. It was just, yeah. it was something different. You got to know the room. Yeah. You got to, you got to know the room when you play the Berlin 1945 card <laughs> in apples to apple. You got to, well, I feel like, uh, you got to um, read the room on that one. Um, <laughs> Uh, Cards Against Humanity is the one that's real important to read the room. Yeah, absolutely. Or any adult version game of any game. I have to have like Urban Dictionary on there ready to play that game, especially for some of those expansion packs. I got to look these words up. (laughs) I don't know if we should talk more about those on the podcast here tonight. (laughs) That's for Uh, the only fans. I feel like a square when I'm playing that game sometimes. It's like, what does that mean? Don't worry. You look like an oval. Oh, boy. I, I, I got to be careful who I play that game with because it's like I'm, I'm now too old to be cool. So I that's want, not a game I, I would play with out. a 13 year old <laughs> that I don't know. All right. So Harper's starting to get into board games now. So we've been playing like Candyland and and those Connect Four. So we started teaching her Guess Who. And I've always played Guess Who with the same strategy where you're just like trying to eliminate half. And then after like six or seven, you get it. But she's got this, she's got her own strategy and it it works really well. Or she just like looks at a random person on there. Like, does the person have gray hair and glasses? And it's like, does this end with your daughter having superpowers? <laughs> so what happens is she's like, just reading your mind. Like, well, that's like, dumb. Oh Why God. would you ask a question like that? But then sometimes she gets it right. And then she wins. And I'm like, well, that's, that's a bold strategy. <laughs> that is a bold strategy. <laughs> She's got a one out of 32 chance. She's going to put her money on double zeros every single time. She'll pick something that like three people has, but if she guesses it, she's like, well, now I can't win unless I play crazy Harper style. I think guess who should be played where you can't do anything about their appearance. You just have to guess their job title. (laughs) 
<laughs> Does he look like a janitor? <laughs> that's that way you have to know the person and the cards. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a double whammy. I would say that way. Does he look like, like he, he can operate a forklift? <laughs> <laughs> could he be a teacher? Yeah. Yes, but he could teach anything. We don't know what he's teaching. Does he look like he might play board games with 13-year-olds? <laughs> Does this person look like they've rolled pennies and returned them to the bank? <laughs> Why is he playing Twister with her? <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. All right. I got another question. How do you play Mousetrap? No idea. How does the actual game work? I, no we've only we only set up the mousetrap and then set it off, and we're like, "All right, well, that's it. That's all we need to do." And I win. Yeah. There's there's a fun story about mouse mousetrap. It's actually it did not come out as a game. It came out as an actual trap, and then kids thought it looked like a game, so it turned into a game. But it was originally actually a mousetrap. Wow. That's science. Yeah. Came out in 1862. That's, that's not none true. of that sounds right. <laughs> I feel like you're just saying things. I don't. I, but I, I mean, can't tell. Yeah. Because of your eyebrows. Yeah, they're expressive. <laughs> they're unexpressive. Inexpressive? What's the right word for that? They're very sure. inexpensive. Oh, that's what it is. Exactly. All right. Which board game has the best commercial? Oh, uh, what's the one where you Spitfire? Is it Spitfire? Crossfire. Crossfire. <laughs> Crossfire has the best commercial ever. We've talked about this before on the pod, but that is oh, the worst game, but the best commercial. Oh. The biggest letdown ever is actually playing Crossfire. Yeah. Well, it looked like easily the best, easily the best commercial. The commercial makes the best commercial of the 90s. Yeah. The commercial makes you think you're going to be transported to some like new world. And then it's just like, (laughs) just like some cheap piece of cardboard. Like you're in the back of the Millennium Falcon shooting down stormtroopers. Mm hmm. And then you get it and it's actually like rubber band launching these little plastic <laughs> things at each other. And it's like, oh, this is done. Gosh, Big let down. Hungry brutal. Hungry Hippos was really fun. Like that same genre. That was a good commercial too. Hungry Hungry Hippos. Yeah. First I'm time not, you just get... I'm just, not a big fan of that game. Well, it's, it, it, there's no point to it. It's just, you know, doing this. Okay, that's kind of awkward watching you. Do <laughs> Playing um, Hungry Hungry Hippos, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> I think Hi Ho Cherio. I think that's a kind of a under the radar game. I don't even know that one. What's that one? It was like this kid's game where you had to take the cherries and put them in a different tree or something. <laughs> I don't even know. I know we <laughs> had that game. I don't even know. Sure this is when he actually played this game when he was having fever dreams when he was 11 <laughs> years old for a week. Do you remember playing Tornado Rex? Yes. I, that game was so much fun. Another game where I don't remember the actual rules. I just remember trying to see how many people we can knock off with the Tornado Rex. So it was like kind of like Candyland, if I remember correctly. And you'd have to move up this mountain. But if you hit a certain one, you hit the button and this spinny T-Rex, or Tornado Rex came down. And if it hit your guy and you fell off, you had to go back to the start. I mean, what a concept though, right? Yeah. I love the just drug-riddled the, ideas. Uh, Tasmanian Devil and like most extreme elimination challenge. So it was perfect. Two of my favorite things. It's basically Wipeout. Yeah. I actually really liked board games from the 90s. Like, if you look at a lot of games now, they're really kind of basic. Like, there's a lot of detail. Like, some board games have rule books that are, like, this thick. Um, but they're just, you know, cards, pieces. They don't have any physicality to them. Um, they're, all, they're, all, they're not as exciting as those ones in the 90s. Like, the ones in the 90s might have been kind of, like like mechanically break break down easily but they were fun they were cool they were novel have you ever played settlers of Catan? 
Yes. I don't understand that game. It seems like there's too many rules. So what's funny out of like the kind of games when you get deep into board games, eh, not too complicated, pretty simple, but it's, it's just, that's the, that's where a lot of these games are. It's like, you have to focus on four or five different things at a time, um, which is cool. Like if you have a few hours, three to four hours to kill, but it's one of those games where unless you play it pretty often, you're not going to know how to play it. You're going to forget. Yeah. I like the easier games where you don't have to really think too much, but they're still fun. Like that one we played uh, on New Year's Eve, the Think in Sync. Yeah, that was a good one. So that one, basically, you count down from three and you have to try to say the same exact thing as the person next to you. Ooh, is there a so, clue? Or yeah, so there's a, there's a topic and then you have to like say the same thing. So it's like vegetables. Name a vegetable. It starts with a certain letter. Three, two, one, and you have to... Carrots. Oh, we're not doing it? We're not doing it right now? No. <laughs> But you didn't match either. I was getting, I was getting real carrot vibe. Letter, yeah. You did <laughs> it. it starts with a C. That is a letter. You nailed it. Three. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Wasted Wizards. Yay. Where did you come up with the idea of Wasted Wizards? Well, uh, we actually came up with it. We, we got a 3D printer a long time ago. And we were printing all the stuff for our Dungeons and Dragons games. And then we started putting them into other games, like making little tiny games. Uh, and then we made a drinking game out of it and it was ugly and it was, it was literally like massive. We, cause I didn't, have, it was like on a piece of wood. Uh, and so we just made like a drinking game and we had it for a year and we played it with a couple friends and they really, really enjoyed it. And another one of my friends basically was like, Hey, why don't you try to sell it? And I didn't really care too much, but then the pandemic hit and I had a bunch of free time. So we turned it into a actual board game and um, it's, it's fun. You've played it. It's basically, in fact, I put your quote on the box. Um, <laughs> it's if I can remember correctly, I'll paraphrase. Uh, it's like a combination of Dungeons and Dragons, Candyland and King's Cup. King's Cup. Exactly. So King's Cup um, is a fun drinking game. Played a lot in my youth. And uh, basically you roll two dice one dice is your movement. The other dice determines what happens. And it's a race from the bottom to the top. Um, you play, it takes about an hour and a half and you usually drink about four drinks while doing it. Of course, you can mess with other players while you're doing it. And it's got a real fantasy element type theme. So if you like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter type stuff, you should get a good kick out of it. Um, but yeah, it's up on Kickstarter right now. And the game's Wasted Wizards. And you guys can post a link or whatever you guys do. That's, that's cool. <laughs> we um, absolutely do that. Yeah. So uh, and then everything else is associated with it. Like Facebook is Wasted Wizards with two S's on the end. Instagram, Wasted Wizards with two S's on the end, et cetera, et cetera. But it's really fun. And uh, if we hit our Kickstarter goal, everyone gets the game and then we can branch out. I actually have two other game ideas if you guys are curious. They haven't I'm, been. I'm yet. very excited to find out what they are. Groundbreaking news. Does tonight. it combine Connect Four and Twister and <laughs> 13 year olds <laughs> and drag racing? <laughs> all, the, all of them. I'm very surprised. You're so astute. <laughs> so, uh, Two of them. One of them is going to be a simple card game. It's called Boomers versus Zoomers. And it's basically a game where kids can play, younger people can play with their grandparents and basically ask the young people, ask their grandparents questions about um, like young culture. And the grandparents uh, ask the kids questions about their age generation. And then whoever gets the, you know, the most cards wins. So it's like, they have like the, the, the young kids have to ask their grandparents, like, you know, 
what does yeet mean? And then give them some <laughs> options. And then if they, they, whoever has the most cards wins the game afterwards. So it's like a battle of the sexes yeah, type game. That. That's ages. ages. Battle of the ages. That's ageism. Yep. I love it. <laughs> and then the next great. one is another drinking game that actually, Zach, you might like. Uh, um, it's called Tea Shot. And it's where you actually have a board and um, you have a little glass in the middle. And you basically have a little, you know, little tiny rubber golf ball and you have to flick it and you try to get it in the glass. If it misses, it goes anywhere else and rolls into all these other sand trap or type areas on the board that have different like negative or positive consequences. Like if you hit the golf cart that's on the board, like a little golf cart, you get to, you know, make someone finish their drink and stuff like that. If you make it in the middle glass, uh, then you, uh, I think you get to, uh, yeah, hand out a shot. So it's another dream game revolving around the game of golf. It's I'm called Tee Shots. Can we play it right now? Yeah. We just end the podcast right now and we'll go play <laughs> that. No, those are coming soon. I'll, okay. I'll make sure you know. TBD. Mm-hmm. When is Carpet Darts coming out? Because <laughs> I want to just purchase the first order of that. I should legit do it. And it's just like a small roll of duct tape <laughs> <laughs> and just six darts. It's duct tape and a first aid kit. <laughs> yeah, wrapped in inside an entire caution sticker somehow. It's just, the entire box is just a caution sticker. I would buy it. Yeah. You'd have to label it like the not a flamethrower. It's like definitely not carpet darts is yeah. the name of the game. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> dude, I do this like this. <laughs> so when did you get into Dungeons and Dragons? How did this happen? Uh, how did we only... get this involved in the drinking game? Because the drinking game, yeah. I understand you've been doing that for like 40 years or how old you are 116 years, yeah. 116 years. Yeah. Wow, happy birthday! Yeah, when you fought in the Civil War, you weren't playing Dungeons and Dragons there. When did that actually transition? So, a couple of years ago, um, a friend of mine, Jeremy, uh, he was just kind of like he, he pushed me for a long time, we're talking maybe a year and a half to get me to play. Started playing it, and it is the dumbest and most fun I've had uh, playing a game. It's very social. It's really good during the uh, pandemic because we play remotely through the computer. Um, you get to hang out with four or five people at a time. You get to chit-chat a little bit, take on new roles. You get to have exciting uh, fantasy experiences like having money and going on adventures and owning property that you can't do in real life. You know. <laughs> now, are you the dungeon master or are you just one of the people? I do both. I master on Thursdays and I play today on Saturdays. It's both it's fun to do both of them. It's really exciting. Now, is there a lot of what I I've, so I had a helper and she was super into Dungeons and Dragons one year and she said there's a lot of prep work that goes to being the dungeon master. Is that true? Oh yeah. It's 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 almost like a part-time job. It's probably about six to seven hours a week. <laughs> yeah. What? It's a lot of time. It's, it is, it's one of those things because our, our game that I run, we've been doing it for, uh, I don't know, a year and three months. And the problem is you can't just stop. You know how messed up that would be for like five players? You're just like, well, I'm done. I don't want to do it. And they've put in like a year and a half of work into this, what they've, what they've put together. So there's a lot of work because you get to create environments, you create people, you know, a whole system of government friends yeah all those things that you're not really getting <laughs> i've been told i don't look like the classic dm dungeons and dragons guy which is kind of cool i guess is that why you wear the beard why I wear the beard the wizard beard oh that's that's on the online versions of wasted wizards wear the beard i mean 
I might have dressed up in costumes to Dungeon Master once or twice. When I, I believe that. Like You're it. a big costume guy, though. I am. One of the best costumes. Halloween dressers in the business. Definitely Is in the greater sense. you dress up like Cindy Lauper when you do it? Uh, only underneath the other costumes. Okay. So that's the trick. It's later. So only you know that you're Cindy Lauper. Exactly. But it makes that's me feel you sexy the... inside. There you go. Okay. That's it's confidence. That's you do you. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got for board games. We're getting off the rails here talking about his weird Cindy Lauper fetish that he has. So we're going to take a quick break and we are going to come back with food challenges during food court files. Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. For us, that's the Sacramento Kings. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't catch basketball from your couch in style. We are teaming up with the NBA and Podgo to bring our listeners up to 75% off on select items. Yes, you heard that right. Go to podgo.co slash MBA for up to 75% off select items from the MBA store. The MBA, where amazing happen. All rise. It's time for the Food Court Files. All right. This week for Food Court Files, we're going to be talking about food challenges, which combines two of my favorite things, food and competitions. And sweating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and sweatpants. All his favorite things. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is right in my wheelhouse here. So when you think about food court or food challenges, challenges is that word? that's the word. I can read. <laughs> I can read and think. You got to think about Man versus Food, which has got to be one of the best television shows ever made. It's it, up there. Definitely. It's crazy, though, that that guy, he went, I looked up his record. He was 37 and 22 on his show that's pretty impressive to beat that many food challenges throughout the country some of those were insane like they were absolute nuts like like 10 pound 12 pound burgers like some of them i got yeah usually once he got past about six pounds that's when you knew he was going to be in trouble that was the cutoff have you guys seen him lately i think he lost like a lot of weight he stopped well he stopped doing the show yeah because the reason he stopped doing the show is because he wasn't having any more fun, especially doing the spicy challenges. That is not the ones that I would do. Yeah, he's basically hated the spicy ones. That's why he quit doing it. I think they would be technically easier than some of the big eating ones. You just yeah. would be miserable for the rest of the week, probably. How long, how long do you think that lasts? Like when you do that, when you do those crazy spicy challenges, how long do you think you're destroyed? Probably at least two, three days. Yeah. I mean, I ate a ghost pepper or not a ghost pepper. It was something crazier than that. And it was like, like 18 hours, 24 hours. That's just one of just being ruined. And it was just one bite of one. Oh, I, I'm not a spicy. I can't do spicy foods. Like, I, oh, oh. like I, I can do like Buffalo wild wings chart, like two thirds of the way up. And then I'm out. I'm not going to touch anything beyond that. I can do anything on their menu. And I have. But the ones where they're like wearing a mask and gloves while they put it together because they don't want to touch it or breathe it in. And I was like, why Why would anyone do this? This doesn't make any sense. You're not eating food anymore. You're eating- <laughs> Good for the story, baby. Yeah. You're eating like mole repellent. All right. Let's talk about our strategy for your food challenge. So we talked about six pounds being the cutoff. I wouldn't even want to touch anything more than that. I don't think that's a thing. Well, I'd want to touch it. I mean, I'll eat some of it as- 
We'll try Adam. Yeah. So your starches and your dairy, you got to go last. Those, those are the ones he seems to struggle with. Anytime there's like a milkshake milk or like, yeah, Ugh. ice cream, ice cream stuff. Have you guys have ever, you, have you guys ever done a challenge? I haven't. I don't no, Zach? think I have. I know I've only have. done one. Yeah. Let's um, talk about that. I have that on, yeah. the, on our outline for tonight. Okay. So let's, let's talk about our uh, <laughs> <The> strategies. <laughs> so in these, does speed matter? Like, would you, if in your challenge, let's say we're doing a challenge right now, would you try to eat it as fast as you could so your body doesn't know that you're full? Or would you kind of like pace yourself a little bit? I think, I think you have to eat it fast. And I think the problem with like strategy is it takes like the, the taste and fun out of it. Like that's the problem is, like if you, if, I, if you're doing a challenge, you really want to like have to separate everything and just eat a bunch of bread. Like, you know, it's not as it tasty. First. Yeah. Like at that point, you're just getting like, I'm not, you don't do it as like a professional. You do it to see if you can actually do it the way the challenge was intended. I feel like if you're trying to go into it with these crazy strategies, it, it kind of takes away from the original idea of the challenge, the true uh, heart and soul of the challenge when it was intended. Yeah, I think I'd, I, but I you guys like to win. I'd probably, yeah, I do like to win. So I'd probably do whatever I needed to do to win. But I think, <laughs> I think, yeah, once you get to like the fourth or fifth pound of food, it's like, all right, this is boring. This is the same flavor and over again. I'd have Sauce. to get like weird sauces and hot sauces and <laughs> mustard and ketchups trick. involved yeah. and just to keep me into it. Zach would just be sitting there ordering dessert, just like, <laughs> somebody get me some cake. This is ridiculous. Oh, a basket of chips while I wait. Well, yeah, you got to use that dessert stomach. You know, it's a totally separate organ. There's like, mm, it's too much salty foods. It's gonna you guys eat have a cheesecake. Yeah. You guys have cheesecake. I need a cheesecake to take the edge off the cheeseburger, so that'll be better. Would you want to be the host of Man versus Food? Would you want to do that? Short that term. was your job to travel I, around the country and just eat a bunch of food. I'd guest host. I would love to do something like that, but not on like a weekly basis. Cause that's the problem is when you're on a TV schedule, it's like, all right, four days, you got to do this. And then three days later, you got to do this. Yeah. I don't that's know. That's too rough. I would like to travel the country and see all the cool restaurants and see everything that they could throw together. But to do them, I have a co-host to do that. You wouldn't want to do a 23 episode season of, man versus food that's just death i think probably two seasons a year i'm surprised he lasted as long as he did doing 59 challenges that's it seemed like more to me it seemed like he was on for years maybe i just kept watching the same ones i probably did i mean my stats could be wrong too do you have a favorite episode of man versus food so the one that i remember he Let's see what I got down in the old note burger. He ate a 72 ounce steak with sides with a salad and a shrimp cocktail in under an hour. And I he like did that it. they add on the shrimp cocktail, like that little. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one. It was like early in his first season, I think it was. And that's when the legend grew. Yeah, I feel like pretty early. my favorite one, he went, I think it was Southern California and he ate a burrito. That was like this big. And yeah. that was also because he finished it and he got it, was it done. Like eight pounds. And that was the only, it was one of the few ones where I saw, sat and watched. I was like, yeah, I can do that. I'm a burrito <laughs> guy. Like, oh yeah. Because some of them I watched, I'm like, oh, why even bother? Why even dip your toes into that pool? But that one just makes me hungry. I want to do the pizza ones, I think. Burritos I like or the, pizza. I like the group pizza ones. Those ones seem like there's a lot of camaraderie. 
It's like two yeah. people and they have he just like grabs a random guy at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're on my team. We're teaming you up, look, bro. Yeah, you look uh you look you like look you look like you can eat 12 pounds of pizza. That's oh man, that would be that would make me feel so bad if someone came up to me and be like, hey, <laughs> I need someone to eat an insane amount of food. You look like you could do it. Oh I yeah. think I could do a decently sized steak, but I don't know if I can go 72 ounces. I think it's the other stuff that throws off those challenges though. Oh yeah. The shrimp cocktail, it's the, the, sides. Three the sides is what gets you. The baked potato or the fries or the or this loaf of bread. Oh man! Can you imagine eating an entire steak the size of a loaf of bread, and they just hand you an entire potato. You're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a twice baked potato to go through hundred ounce steak. Now, didn't they have one at Wiener Works? A challenge there. They had one at Parker's. Which yes. Is- which is our local one here that it's in over in Roseville, but it was a giant chili dog challenge. That was the one that they did in Sacramento. We did five chili dogs and that was rough. I would not do that again. No. Those are, did you guys do your own challenge or was this just like a random Sunday? We challenged each other to a chili dog eating contest because we did an episode on Nathan's hot dog eating competition. And we actually ended in an exact tie. Like you went frame for frame and we both opened our <laughs> mouth at the same time. And none of you could have just put one more bite of one more. No, we, we, it was a race to see who could eat five oh, chili dogs the speed fastest challenge. Right. And yeah. it was an exact tie and it was a giant waste. <laughs> we both felt like garbage. And then we did a podcast right after that. But now we have this story that made, it brought a smile to my face. So <laughs> that's why you. we're here. That's why we're here. All right, let's talk about your squeeze-in challenge that we did. Oh, yeah. So Vito, who has been a guest on here multiple times, he used to work at Squeeze-In, and they devised a challenge, and they tried it out on Justin first. And I don't think it went any further than just you. You might have been know. the only one that actually did it. Gosh, I don't. we'd have to ask him for that. So, so the story behind this, and I don't know if you guys remember this, it was Halloween day no no it was the week before halloween uh, i was hosting a 50 person plus party that evening so that day i made the amazing decision to go and do a food challenge which was i could be wrong but five burger patties which are already big from that place in the first place and then they have this special bun that's the size of a uh cushion on a stool like a stool <laughs> cushion the bird that was the problem man the burger like that bun was like two two a little over two pounds so mm-hmm. i got through about 70% of it. And you also had to drink a milkshake and the side of like a plate of fries. I got through like 70% of it and then had to go dress up in a kind of skimpy Roman gladiator costume. That was I that thought night. I was going to die. That was that night. Well, I was at squeezing with you. I don't think you ate 70% of it. I've got the 60, picture. I think 60%. you ate 40% of the burger because uh, you decided to go was like, milk. you went rogue like six bites in i'm gonna drink the milkshake first i'm like you're a dummy what are you doing i don't like strategy i just want to do it the way it was intended i felt like that was more natural anyone intended it it was the natural ate a handful of fries and then you (laughs) drank the giant milkshake and then you couldn't dip it it in the milkshake just get weird with it i feel like i remember you talking shit that day (laughs) oop of course cursed usually that's fine so yeah but i remember you being like what are you doing i was like ha ha just being mean to the guy, just already in pain. Like, I'm going to drink the milkshake now. I was like, you're not going to finish that burger, man. <laughs> <sighs> and do you think that if you had to do a challenge, what would you choose? 
Pizza or burrito. Pizza or burrito, yeah. Really? Same? Yeah. <laughs> Samesies. I don't know what I would do. Maybe pasta. Like you spaghetti look like a, with ranch. Yeah, I would some, dominate that. Uh, by the way, I heard if that there on was a world podcast. record for spaghetti and ranch. I think you would do it. I heard I heard that on one of the podcasts, and I paused it and had to re- <laughs> go back. And I was like, "What is that? Is that a family thing? Do you guys both do that?" No, that's a Troy thing. So now my that's son, weird. my son loves it. So I'll give him pasta, and he'll go because he he just says da bomb for stuff he doesn't know, <laughs> and he like points at his pasta and looks, and he goes da bomb. So he wants a little ranch on it. <laughs> he loves it. That's that's adorable. I mean, I'm gonna try it next time I have spaghetti. I'll try it because I'm I'm like that. We but. gotta have no sauce. It's just well, parmesan, yeah. parmesan and ranch on your pasta, basically. Sure. I feel like that would be a uh, special at um, not uh, Olive it's Garden just... Spaghetti Factory. That's like a spaghetti factory special. It's and they'll just for a ranch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> be, it's the chef special Mazithra Ranch. It's, a, it's not a brown butter. It's actually a Hidden Valley butter. Hidden Valley? Bring out your Mazithra pasta. I don't see ranch on the table. It's like, what? <laughs> I would ask. For some reason, Troy looks like he could eat a lot of pie. I don't know why. I don't, but I look like pie, pie, I don't Isn't that like weird? Pie. Yeah. He does look like he eat a lot of pie. He just I looks eat, like I a pie I think I could guy. eat a lot of cake. I think sweets mm. though would get you quick. I don't think I couldn't. Do, I don't think so. I couldn't do cheesecake. Oh, I could do I've cheesecake, cheesecake too. Before. Yeah. Are you guys even related? This seems this seems very off. <laughs> why? Because Zach's covering three. Quarters of the screen. <laughs> you have eighty percent more gray hair than I do, and you're two years younger than me. Yeah, I just he looks he looks good with the gray though. He's rocking it. All that time worrying about you. <laughs> oh, you gonna you be able? Like, to, is he gonna be able to get that shirt off? You look like Taylor Hicks. <laughs> you kind of look like Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> All right, back to food. Yeah, I think the spicy ones would be the worst. So if you had to pick your absolute worst, which one would it be? From that show, he had to do a, there was a thing where he had to do a giant, giant bowl of super spicy ramen. So it wasn't just, it wasn't just like a little bit. It wasn't six spicy wings. It was like half a gallon of super crazy spicy ramen. And I can just imagine trying to drink it out of the bowl. I got heartburn just now from thinking about it. How much ice cream do you guys think you could eat? I wouldn't want to do the ice cream. Two thirds of a gallon, or two thirds of one of those. Two thirds of a. What, what's the normal size of ice cream? The cardboard container. A serving. A carton. The <laughs> <laughs> carton. I, I I forget. Like, yeah. So two thirds of a carton. You stop eating when you scrape the bottom of the carton, right? Only Ben and Jerry's. Only the little guys. I think I could eat a full full carton. A full I think carton. You could, yeah. yeah. Ugh, I don't think I could sleep for a day or two after that. It would just It'd like, have to be really good ice cream, though. Why do you think Zach said he hasn't been able to sleep lately? <laughs> eating cartons. I've been thinking about eating cartons. That's why I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Just some gastric distress. I feel like I could sleep pretty good after I eat that much ice cream. Ugh. Challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be is right back. The, I got to go up to Safeway. Is that the man versus food challenge now? It's just like, we're going to put that on you our sleep? YouTube channel now. I would. I would film zach doing a eating challenge around here we'll set the fine one we can all go and do it yeah now do you you have to pay for it you just unless you finish it usually if you don't finish you pay for it 
but it's not that absurd. Like I think that burger, there's none anywhere near here that are that crazy. Yeah. Squeeze in one was only like 35 bucks. It's not bad. Yeah. And you still get to bring the food home. So I had food (laughs) for like the rest of the day for the rest of the month. How sad is it? I am. I am still pretty sure it was finished by the end of the night. Like I think, I think it was gone in a day. We did have like 80 people at the house. So I don't think people, I don't think I gave that to people. I was walking around. You never know what happens at the end of the parties at your house. Carpet darts, people are eating burgers. Carpet darts, if it's like a tame night. Yeah. <sighs> Small crowd? Yeah, let's bring out the carpet darts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the duct tape on the carpet, that's not classy enough. Don't for worry a big about party. it. Yeah. We've got colored duct tape this time yeah. to keep it classy and on theme. Black and orange because it's Halloween. Yeah, Christmas party. <laughs> All right, get the red and green. Yeah. It's got sparkles in it, a little glitter tape. All right, I think that's all we got for food challenges. That was fun. Let's take a quick break, get into our weird mind, and we'll start. Grab back. Grab back. Grab back. Do you like the sweet taste of Mountain Dew? Do you like your vodka to be both inexpensive and flavored like melons? Then have we got a beverage for you. From the minds of the host of the wildly popular podcast that shares its name, we bring you the Spivey Special. One part Mountain Dew, three to four parts Burnett's Watermelon Vodka. 100% fun. Drink one at your next party or at 3 a.m. playing Halo 3. Please enjoy responsibly. Grab bag. Grab bag. Grab bag. Grab back, grab back, grab back, grab back, grab back, grab back. All right, let's get into grab bag. I think, Justin, you're the guest. I want you to go first for grab bag. Okay. The rules of grab bag, which we've explained, is just come up with the most outrageous question that you can come up with and try to make us laugh with the question. And then we will discuss the answer to your outrageous question. Okay, so am I ready to go? You ready to go? I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We're ready for you. Right. So, worst place when you have to take a poo. Worst physical place, like wherever you're out at. Do you guys want to hear mine first, or do you guys want to go and answer? Yeah, I want to hear yours first. Okay, uh, at a for someone you've just met's house that you for the first time that you've known them, and you are now at their house, and you, it hits you, and then you have to use their restroom. Mine would be when I'm out on route, like in the middle of a country. And it's like, I don't know what's going to happen here. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. That's probably my worst fear. It hasn't happened to me yet, but that's my worst fear. That's bad. Like, Cause you just 20- have to end up doing it on like private property behind a tree. Yeah. Or in like a bag or something. I don't know. <laughs> Zach. I think it would be right after you ordered food you get the urge to go and then you have to decide whether you're going to power leave your food it. there or mm-hmm. power through. I don't know if that's that bad. Restaurants are usually pretty okay. Like to use the, the, the toiletries. That um, just doesn't want his food to get cold. <laughs> just bring it with you, man. <laughs> I'm not scared. Cup holders in there. Some, some prude. Yeah. You can just bring it in. All right, Trey, hit us with your first question. All right. Um, it's a cage match. It's a triple threat. Okay. Okay. But they're all John Travolta. 
um, you have three different versions of John Travolta. You have, of course, Danny Zuko from Greece. Um, you have Tony Manero from Saturday Night Live. And then you Saturday have Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever, sorry. I was um, confused there for a second. I'm like, he was on SNL. Oh, okay. And then you have um, old Edna Turnblad when he was the mom from Hairspray. <laughs> that was a good choice. By the way, Face Off not being in there, I was like. Yeah, because I think he would. I had to make it to where there would be somewhat even. Those, sure. So those are your three. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with uh, the mom from Hairspray because she's, she's got the weight. So she's throwing down with the weight all over the, the match. So, I mean, I feel like Danny Zuko is in his prime. He's a surprisingly good athlete. He's never a good fighter, though. That's my issue with Danny. He's very aggressive, though. He is. More so than the other two are. I use guys. <laughs> um, my issue is um, during PE, when he was getting a fight during basketball, he didn't really hold, hold his weight very well. Um, he's a smoker, so he's not going to be able to go deep into the rounds. Um, I'm going to go with Edna as well. I think she's seen some things. You know, she's had to protect her daughter. She's, she's raised some kids. Mm-hmm. She's now, clearly Saturday got a hundred pounds on both the other ones. Saturday Night Fever. John Travolta is also in really good shape. Great footwork. Great dancer. Mm-hmm. He'd probably bring those paint cans with him and use them as a weapon because it's a cage match, so there's no rules. Yeah, I think it'd be close. You know, I just think Danny Zuko would probably be the first one out. And it'd be yeah. between Edna and Yeah, I think so Old too. Tone. I agree. That's a good call. It's a good call. That's a good one. Zach. All right. You die tomorrow after getting hit by a salmon that fell from an airplane. Mm-hmm. Totally random. That's tragic. I mean, it happens to about 16 people a year. Every year. When you get to your afterlife, you can see your stats. You look at what video game you played the most. What is number one? And what game would you be embarrassed that is in the top 10? Ooh. I'll start. I believe that Madden would be the most game that I've played. If you get to count all of them grouped together, because I've played every year since like 1997 or something. I was going to say EA sports does not count it that way. You have to buy it every year. (laughs) If they're individual games, it's probably halo three. The game in my top 10 that I would be most embarrassed by would probably either be candy crush or farmville. Cause I did play both of those may currently be playing Candy Crush still. <laughs> uh, mine would be a game called Skyrim, which is an RPG, which is very Ooh, fun for my number one. Uh, and then the top 10 that I would be uh, kind of, it would be weird is a game called Viva Pinata. <laughs> it's, a, I don't know, it's a game where you, okay, you have a farm and you farm pinatas and they're little animals that come and then then and there's little mini games where they make babies and and i have you... watched you play viva pinata and then i purchased viva pinata <laughs> and i've also played that game <laughs> yeah it's a fun game i tried to get heather into it to show her how to play and then like four hours later i was like where did heather go it's a, it's a fun game i don't know divorce like lawyer <laughs> put down the damn pinata um, I would say my number one is any of the NHL games. That's probably the ones I've played the most. And the one I'd be embarrassed about is I'm currently playing a word search game where you have to go against somebody else and you have to see who can do it the fastest. And there's like certain ways to get bonuses and stuff. And he's like for money. 
<laughs> oh, I mean, it sounds like a smart game. That sounds like a smart person's game. You gamble on a word search game? I haven't <gasps> put any money on it, but I've gotten some bonuses. I'm up to like $3.25. No but you deal. can gamble on the word game. I think that's the important yeah, takeaway. You can put money on it. I just have it. I just, the money that I got for bonuses. I feel like I've it, gambled online playing Wheel of Fortune against random people on the internet. Who hasn't? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good at Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> got a method, guys. Full All right, proof. Justin, what do you got? What right. do you got for us? Uh, man, I feel like mine aren't nearly as weird. All right, here's, here's one. What's your least favorite thing about camping? Cleaning up. That's the worst. I mean, setting it all up isn't that bad because you, know, you usually do it like drinking a beer, but like that Sunday morning when you have to put the stuff in the car. And, it's oh, crazy it's too. Worst. It always seems like when you're camping and you're putting stuff away, it's a thousand degrees out. Like this something about the way the sun hits for me. Every time I'm putting it away, it's like the, it's like 1130 in the morning. You're sweating. You're like in the tent trying to clean things out. Ugh, it always feels terrible. But my least favorite thing, I used to always have tents that were too small because they don't make sizes that make any freaking sense. It's like fits four people, but it's three and a half feet by one and a half feet. And so like I'd end up with my face against the edge and my entire side of my head would just be wet, like just gross from the moisture from the outside world. And I hate it. I hate sleeping in tents. It was what I'd have to say. I don't Me and air mattresses don't get along, so it doesn't go well. Have you we not invented fill them up like in the middle of the night or yeah. I'll roll to the middle. Or you have to get Heather off the ceiling. <laughs> you got to go to the bathroom in the middle. Of the I night. imagine as soon as you lay on it, Heather just rolls off to the side. Like yeah. she can't, she's no, got to like sleep roll, on you. She's got to roll down to him. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's, she, well, she gets launched off the other side. And then as she gets back on, she has like to be on one you. leg hanging off the edge to avoid us both being trapped in the middle. The fact that they can't, they don't have air mattress technology that works yet is mind boggling. Well, I mean, if Zach's sleeping on it, I mean, Coleman has no chance. Yeah, but I mean, NASA, get NASA involved. Let's get let's get Zach a nice night's sleep in the forest. It's like one of those things where somebody jumps on the thing and it launches somebody to the other side. That's basically what happens. <laughs> and we've got a big enough tent because you go from fits three to fits 12. So we have this fits 12 tent. Yeah, we've got the Costco like fits 18. We've got our own little chandelier and stuff in there now because I was so sick of it. Like if we're gonna do it, we might as well do it. Do it right. Go big. Um, yeah. So what's the next question? What do you got, Trev? All right. Um, this is gonna be a one month experience. Um, you're in a cabin. Okay. No internet on either. By the way, in D and D, this is called uh, this is called uh, just um, imagination. You just got to use your imagination. It's called uh, playing playing in your mind. You just got to focus. So I'm I'm focused on you, Troy. Okay. You talk. A- Paint me a word picture cabin <laughs> no internet in either okay it's a one month experience here's your two options you get a fish one hour a day but inside all you have is a box tv with a vcr in the movie fargo <laughs> in the other one you get to go outside and hit golf balls for an hour and then you have a box tv but then all you have is a Nintendo and whatever you think is the worst Nintendo game ever. I'll take, I'll take fishing for an hour 
and then watching Fargo. Because if you've ever played some actual Nintendo games, they're freaking terrible. Like if it was the worst one I could imagine. E.T. Yeah, it's just like, oh. I had so, yeah. Duck Hunt down, but I think you guys would have picked that one. Yeah, but think how boring all of those would get. Yeah, you've given me terrible <laughs> options. I don't <laughs> know what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> There's no clear winner in that one there. I think no. we're all losers here. Yep. <laughs> all right, guys, you're playing in a beer pong tournament. Which fictional character do you want to be your partner? Ooh. Uh, oh, fictional? Fictional character. I don't know. Do you think I said gonna, factual character? Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, if I go with like Tony Stark, can he be Iron Man or is it just Tony Stark? It, it guess either way. Then it's going to be Iron Man. You I'm think Iron with, Man? I, I'll pick Iron Man as a, yeah, or Tony Stark, either one. I'm going Cousin Skeeter. <laughs> Because in that show, he had a really good jumper. And I think depending who, if his, you know, his normal puppeteer was there or not, or if it was just him alone and I had to be his puppeteer, um, I think that would be a difference maker for me. But probably Cousin Skeeter. That's a good pick. Or Big big Neighborhood. I've got got another. I would have to win. I, I would pick, I think Hawkeye would be good. Hawkeye would be great. I like that I mean, one. He played so, golf and I he mean, shot an 18. So Iron Man, make every shot. Iron Man's suit is controlled by a computer. That wouldn't miss, though. Well, Hawkeye doesn't never miss. Yeah. Cousin Skeeter's a puppet. Or my other my other pick would be um, Yoda. He just oh, used the that's force. a good one. I was also going to say any of the bad guys from the Monstars. <laughs> Before or after they got their powers, though? After they got their powers. Just, but what if you get the Sean Dudley one? The little guy. I mean, he'd be okay. Well, Sean Bradley's the tall. Sean one. Bradley. What did I say? Sean Dudley. I'm just throwing everybody's name together. <laughs> the obscure Dudley brother. Yeah. <laughs> Tables, ladders, and chairs. They have Spike, who's the small one, and they have mm-hmm. Sean, who's the tall one. Yeah. Sean Bradley. There we go. <laughs> Dudley. All right, Justin. What do you got? All right. Um, God, mine are all so simple. So I'm gonna add a little bit to this one. If you could have any animal as a pet but that animal is also the only meat you could eat for the rest of your life. So you have like infinite amounts of this animal. What would it be? So like you cut off a piece of it and it grows back. No, like you, you kill it and it's your meat or someone kills it, it's your meat. And then you get another one, but you can it only respawns. Have, exactly. Let's pretend it just respawns <laughs> or you have a, you have like a, you have like a flock of, or a gaggle of whatever you choose is infinite mm. amount. What animal would you choose as a pet? but it's also the only thing you can eat for the rest of your life as far as meat goes. I think it'd have to be a cow or me. I mean, cows, I'd go with a kangaroo. I would love to have a kangaroo as a pet and kangaroo meat's not that bad. High protein. I feel like you'd only want to be friends with a kangaroo for like a couple of days and then you get kind of bored of it. Okay. What? And then you're just eating kangaroo meat. Yeah. But then if you Why have a you cow, want to have a bunch of pigs as pets and then you're going to have bacon. Oh, you're, you're not going to yeah, I don't. I want to live more than like a year and a half. <laughs> imagine just eating. Because can imagine Zach if he had infinite ham. <laughs> Have you seen Zach? Zach <laughs> wouldn't even make a pet. He wouldn't even. It wouldn't even be a pet. It would just be like, nah, all of y'all, just keep going. There's I'm not naming a single one. Yeah, I'm not naming a single one of you. <laughs> Do you guys think Zach's the reason there's craters on the moon? 
Is that your question? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I feel like no, because yeah. the craters were there before I was born. Crater Lake. The moon's made of cheese. <laughs> moon's made of spare ribs. <laughs> if you could it. get to the moon, would you eat it? I only had That's... two down. Do you have any more? Justin, did you have another one? Oh, I've got did another you one. down like five. Yeah, this one's not, not as weird, but uh, what's your least favorite sushi topping? I don't like sushi. So. I was about to say, you know, I put this question. I was like, man, I wonder if Troy even likes sushi. He's got the only one I'll eat ranch is the, on the, the spaghetti. California roll. Is that considered yeah. sushi? It's like fake sushi. As soon I as I heard the, you put ranch on spaghetti, I was like, I don't think he eats sushi. No. My you wife can't do both. Yeah. I think it's crab mix. Crab mix can be gross because it tastes yeah. like mayonnaise sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think Which that's is, mine. Which is ironic because like when they have like the heated up spicy mayonnaise, it's really good. Yeah. Um, I hate lemon. Ooh, I when like put lemon. lemon. I hate it. I hate when they put little oh. slices of lemon on it. I hate it. When they have a spicy roll that has lemon that really brings out the spice on it, it's got a good kick. Oh, I can't do it. It's it's it ruined like even the little flavor lemon anywhere around it. I don't know. If you could be one of the babies on Rugrats, which one would you be? Allison. Allison's not a program. <laughs> Isn't that the older, the older, what's That's the older Angelica. blonde girl? Angelica. Angelica. I'd be Angelica. She bosses everyone's around. I like that. You seem like an Angelica. Yeah. I think I would be Chucky. Really? Yeah, you kind of look like a Chucky. I'd be a Chucky. I think I'd be Phil. <laughs> the dad? Just, no. Oh, or Lil. <laughs> no, just Phil. The twins. Just the obscure, you know, kind of in the background. Get a good comment in every once in a they while. Get in a good, yeah. How do you guys remember the names of all the Rugrats? I don't know. I'm just impressed. I'm not even mad. I'm just impressed. I'm sitting know. here sit, making up names. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be uh, William. I'd definitely be William. There's I a Chester, right? There's a Chester. <laughs> you cheetah. I think that's, that's all we got. That's I all got we one. got? Uh, I got one. Zach's got one. It was formulating in my brain earlier today. Okay. Uh, you have to protect the Burger King. You're in the White Castle protecting the Burger King. Mm-hmm. How many fried kids do you think you could kill before you got overtaken? What is a fry kid? Am I missing something? What is a fry kid? I, feel I don't like I'm, know either. I was waiting I for like, you to I was, answer. I was like, I was like, is he going to explain what a fry kid you is? You don't know what the McDonald's fry kids are? Is that like no. an obscure thing? Yeah. Hey, many, uh, by the way, Troy, ha- can I thank you for also not knowing what this is? Because I was about to wow. feel really bad. Hey, many, how many hamburglers do you think you could kill? Oh, one. Those guys are tough. I don't think. But you're on top of it. They got to breach the White Castle walls. Oh, so I have like Burger King weaponry. Like I have burger slingshots or like a cross burger bow. Yeah. I could probably take There's down. A- they're using siege weapons. Okay. Well, first you got to pour like some boiling hot, like, like fry grease, fry grease down. Yeah. I got a few of them. I get a couple baker dozens. Yeah. <laughs> I love a good baker dozen. You do. <laughs> I'm going to say 400. You think you could hold off 400 hamburgers? 400 in a, in a White Castle owned yeah, I think by the it just Burger depend King. on the waves. Like if they're coming all at once, like is it infinite hamburgers coming at me? Or do I get like 30 at a time and then I rest and then level two starts? 
can I, can I make Hamburglar the pet that I have instead of the <laughs> kangaroo <laughs> infinite Hamburglars? <laughs> I think I'd want to eat grimaces before you'd want to eat Hamburglars. But isn't Hamburglar like 30% just burger? His face is a burger, yeah, but I just, think the rest of it was like a human being. Yeah, but you just separate it and then you got a burger. You just chop his head off. Yeah, you got a giant you got a bunch man of versus bodies lying around. You got a giant man versus food burger <laughs> that you can survive on. You got a bunch of spoiled hamburger body like laying around though. <laughs> Happens. I mean, it's war, man. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make a mess in war. <laughs> you gotta burn the bodies or they come back alive. Yeah, they're Is zombie hamburgers now. Yeah. Okay. That went off the rails. Okay, so you're in a zombie apocalypse. You're on an island. You're right in the middle of the island. Okay, it's just you and all zombies. Okay, you're in your fortress. What weapon is the one weapon you would choose to hold off all the zombies when they eventually do breach because you snapped your fingers too loud? All right. So we're talking about... I feel like Justin has an answer to this. Well, I feel like if you're talking about... So you got to remember, there's a few things with zombies. You got only headshots, so you have to have something that's fairly accurate. Mm-hmm. Has a decent amount of ammo, so you got to be able to hold all that ammo. So you're going to want something small caliber, but still has the penetrating power. So probably a pretty basic, you know, just assault rifle, a like maybe an AK. Well, no, not accurate enough, like an AR-15, and then a bunch of a bunch of rounds. Accurate How many to zombies? 50, yeah. Yeah, it's just infinite. How big is the island? It's so it's infinite. Yeah. Do I get infinite ammo? Yeah. Oh. Well, if there's infinite zombies, you need infinite ammo. I mean, I would just climb to the top of the tower and then try to snipe them down as best I could. But the only issue is you're eventually going to have to go burn them. Otherwise, they come back. What zombie? You got to hit them in the head. What zombie movies are you watching? If you take out the head, they're done. Am I not right on this? I think you're right. Yeah. I feel like Trey doesn't know what a zombie is. You gotta so burn like, the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Troy just actually has a burning the bodies fetish. He just wants everyone to be like, let's just burn the bodies. Burn it. Like, yeah. Talk about burning those bodies, guys. If you burn it, they won't come. I'm going samurai sword. Okay. You wouldn't go chainsaw? Yeah. Mm-mm. Samurai so sword. Your plan is killing like three and then just getting eaten. No, because I'm I really mean, good with the sound. <laughs> <laughs> I have that. I'm gonna and go with Iron Man. Thrower. I'm gonna go with Iron Man for, I'm going for this one too. Flamethrower. I think I go lightsaber. I think if we're just making stuff up, I'm gonna just go with helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> one of the best weapons in the business. Yeah. Apache yeah, helicopter. helicopter. Yeah. I would do penguins umbrella from Batman <laughs> Returns. Batman's belt from the very original Batman movie. You just have probably, like random shark repellent. Yeah, there's probably something on there that'll work. <laughs> Sharks with lasers. You just have to say what you need and it shows up on the belt. Yeah. That's the magic of Batman. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. He's part magician. Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's all we got. Unless you got any other questions written down? Uh, I do not. I actually only had four. I've, I've been thinking about it for a day or two, though. I mean, I can come up with a random one. You guys want We'll go one more and then we'll wrap it up. One more, then we'll wrap it up. So one more. Uh, If you could only use one streaming service for the rest of your life, which one would it be? I'm curious. I have the most faith in Netflix. They've been able to keep my attention for a very, very long time. Even the very beginning when there was only like 
what was the when they came in the mail Trey Parker Matt Stone cannibal movie that was like the best movie that was on the streaming service when it first came out and I was like this is awesome I don't even have to put a disc in I would have to go both cannibal the musical I'd have to go with Netflix as well just because a lot of movies are just going to just Netflix they're even surpassing the theaters and so Netflix is actually getting some decent films and shows well especially shows not so much movies Disney Plus is going hard right now. And See, they what I was everything. thinking, I was thinking is I'm going to go Disney Plus because I feel like everything else has maybe another two years and then they're just going to absorb it and eat it all up and have the same content. I like Disney Plus. I'm, I'm a fan. I don't pay for it. I just use the friends one, but you know, it's cool. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had. Disney Plus. All right. Let's wrap up the show. Justin, where can we find your board game Kickstarter? Uh, well, so you can go to wastedwizards.net, www.wastedwizards.net, or you can go to Kickstarter and search for Wasted Wizards, or you could just Google Wasted Wizards Kickstarter, or you could check out our Facebook, which is Wasted Wizards with two S's, uh, or Instagram or Twitter that have the same two S's on Wasted Wizards. Um, yeah, check it out. Well, thanks for joining us on the tr- on the show. Troy, where can you find us? You can find us anywhere. You can see us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the old Spivey special. Um, you can even go to our website, which is... SpiveySpecialPodcast.com. There's a lot of things you can do on there. Zach, what can you do? You can listen to our podcasts. Do you can it. check out our crazy recipes that we've came up with. Do it. You can contact us. You can I even, would. You can even donate to the show if you're feeling Might generous. As well, we need it because we need food. <laughs> we got to get, get on these food challenges. <laughs> I think so. I think every challenge with food is nice. We should do a couple. Put them on the YouTube channel. Put it on my tab. I, I would join you. I'll join you guys on a food challenge. We'll set it up. We'll run it back. All right, Troy, we got anything else? Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. Later.